0: Welcome to this week's IDP Nation. I am Daryl, and I'm joined once again by my co-host, uh, Kyle Belafuel. Uh How's it going, Kyle?
1: Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, ready for some football this weekend. Can't wait.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Me too. Uh, even though my team shit the bed and they are out of it. Um, yeah, it was a good game. Though. It was a good game. Didn't quite turn out how I wanted it, it to, but hey, you can't win them all, so. Uh, At least your team's still in it. You should win this week. You all should steamroll the Rams. So, well, you know, I, I
1: definitely feel feel good about the game, but then anything can happen in the playoffs. Anything so not, can happen. I'm not looking past anybody, especially that's, a de- especially a defense like that. You know, that's right.
0: That's why they play the games right there.
1: Absolutely. Like like Coach uh, Dingus always says, if you can run the ball and play defense in the playoffs, you got a fighter's chance.
0: Yep, and that's what Tennessee did. Good. I mean, that's. You know, run the ball and play defense. We just kind of got away from that. So, yep. uh, we got beat and uh, we're out. So, we move on. So, um, we just, re- for you all that don't know, we just finished recording the Patreon, which was fire. And we did have this guy named Seahawks Dan. It seems like I know him. I don't, <laughs> we had him on. So, you might want to check that out if you know him and follow him. Be sure to follow our Patreon. He was on there, so definitely had, good to talk. To him. It was, it was good to talk to him. Uh, even though I hate him, I kind of miss him a little bit. So uh, you,
1: can't, you can't deny you missed him. I know,
0: I know. This warm little fuzzy feeling right here. I don't know what that is. What is this? So, uh, but yeah, he was on with us on the Patreon. Kyle was on with us. So be sure to check that out. If you're not a follower of our Patreon, go check it out. It's we're doing player breakdowns is what we did tonight, Gregory Russo. So if you want to know what we think, be sure to sign up for Patreon. Check that out. We're, we're going to have some more of those coming. So uh, it was a really good show tonight. So I love that.
1: It was a lot of fun. I, yes, I really, really enjoyed that. A lot of fun.
0: Yes, it was. It sure was. So we will get started here with our news and notes. Um a lot of coaching changes
1: mm-hmm. is um,
0: has been the talk of the town right now. Um, we'll start with the Falcons. They hire former Titans offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith, to be their next head coach. I kind of had the feeling after the two years he's had running this offense, I kind of felt like that's what was going to happen, that he would be moving on. Um uh, and it seems like he's gonna be uh leading Atlanta now. Big loss for us, big game for them. Um, it'd be interesting to see who the Titans get to replace him. And it'll be I think he'll do all right in Atlanta. I think he'll you know, he probably needs to get some of his guys in there, some younger youth, but uh, I think he'll do good for them.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely uh I was interested to hear your take being a Tennessee fan and uh to see what you thought about him going there. I'm definitely curious to see who he brings in um, personnel wise and stuff. Obviously in Tennessee, like to run the ball and in Atlanta right now um, I believe Gurley was on a one-year deal and Mm -hmm. he didn't, he didn't uh, perform the way they had hoped down, especially down the stretch. So be curious to see what happens at that running back position and what kind of personnel he brings in. Yeah, it's uh, definitely going to be changing. Things will be changing in Atlanta. So, and then you guys will definitely uh, be looking to bring in someone to keep, keep your machine rolling there in Tennessee.
0: Yep. Yep. Definitely. I mean, every year we see this, there's turnover, there's changes yep. and it, it changes everything. It's not just the players, it's the coaches. So yep. be interested in, to see how this works out. So. Yep. For sure. Um, this is one that I've not sure what the issue is. Uh, I, I caught it late I was busy today at work, and I did look this up, but Denver linebacker Von Miller is under criminal investigation. Uh, didn't have time to really dig into it, but from what I can see, they're not saying exactly what it is, um, which is interesting. Um, it could be anything, so uh, I'm sure we'll hear more about this in the next few days. Um, and if it's big enough, I mean, it's he could be facing possible suspension, so... That's big for you. If you, uh, us fantasy managers, if you have him on your team, you may be without him, dep- depending on what this is. I mean, it could be nothing and it could be major. We don't know.
1: Yeah. I, this first kind of, I'm hearing of it too, is like you said later, didn't really get to look into it much. Just kind of heard about it. And yeah, like, uh, like you said, I was kind of waiting to see what, uh, what, what comes out as things progress. You know, right. I don't know much about it. So yeah,
0: I, like I said, I don't know either. I was doing, um, uh, doing our show sheet and kind of caught it late, and I didn't have time to really dig into it, but from what little things I did see, there's not being a lot of said about it, Uh, so we'll just have to kind of wait and see what goes on there. Yep. Um, And more coaching changes. The New York Jets, of course, they fired Adam Gase, but they've turned around and they've hired former 49ers defensive coordinator Robert Sala to be their next head coach. I love this for the Jets. Mm -hmm. Love that.
1: I agree. Uh it's just love the hiring for, for the Jets. Just a complete culture change there. Obviously what they needed. Um he's gonna he's gonna bring a whole different vibe and attitude to the Jets. And um yeah, I mean they got uh they got some things they gotta change there and, and Sal is Sal is gonna, gonna be a good guy to turn things around for him. I, I know
0: we're an IDP uh podcast, but interesting. For me to see, and I want to hear your thoughts, do they keep Sam Darnold? Do they move on from him, or what are you thinking?
1: Oh, man, that's – yeah, I mean, that's the biggest question now that – I mean, one of the biggest questions, I guess, right? Right. Before they had their coach, like, what do they do? You know, what? now what – they're going to sit down and assess, like, what do – you, do you trade back and get more assets? Do you take Justin Fields or whatever quarterback that you feel is warrants the second – Second overall pick to build around. Do you try to trade Sam Darnold? Like I yeah, I I'm not sure what they're gonna do, but obviously that is a huge decision looming there. Um I I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I mean that's that's gonna be huge. I mean, I know we're an IDP podcast, but yeah, that's no, where I, it's gonna start. So it's but it's play. interesting for players like Mark May and uh, Neville Hewitt and CJ Mosley and yeah. and some of those guys. It'll be interesting to see who's kept, who's not kept, who's moved. Yeah. You know, yes. that's yes. really going to be
1: a change there. So no, it's a, it's a good point. It's going to it's going to have to watch what they do with that roster, who they let go, who they bring in, who they bring back. What and then, like you said, the big question: what do they do at number two? And What do they yep. do with Arnold? You know, yep. you keep Arnold, you got to build around him. You know, yeah. You got to got to protect him. You got to get weapons and yeah, definitely, yep. definitely something to watch as everything transpires. So.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. So to piggyback right off of that, you know, if he's moving on to coach the Jets, who takes over his spot? Well, the news is that San Francisco's expected to promote inside linebackers coach D'Amico Rhines to the defensive coordinator. And I love that. And, it, and if you know who D'Amico Rhines is, he was a hell of a linebacker for the Houston Texans.
1: Did you uh, have him on any of your rosters back? I had him on a few
0: back in the day. I yeah, actually I, did. I mean, he was he was a really good player for them.
1: Yep, yep. I had him on a few. Yeah, he's he was a really good uh, player for for Houston, and uh, yeah, it's, I like it. Um, promoting uh, a guy who knows what's going on there, and uh, yeah, I d- definitely like that. And yeah, he was he was a guy I remembered having on my team, and uh, thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I, I like to see those younger. <laughs> younger former players that are finding their way on coaching staff yeah. so I like to see them get yep. consideration or promoted for these bigger yeah. profile jobs so kudos yeah. to him I really like that and I, and I didn't have it in my news and notes but I also hear that Gerard Neo linebacker's uh linebacker's yeah. coach for the Patriots is getting promoted a former vol so yeah I like to see that too Another guy that had some huge IDP years. Remember, didn't he, yeah, had like yeah. didn't he
1: have like 170 tackle years? Oh, God. Yeah, he was huge. Yeah. He had a couple of years
0: back-to-back that were just no, that's, amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome to see uh, D'Amico Ryans getting, uh, getting that bump up to the, to the coordinator and also Mayo. That's awesome to see those guys.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: Good good for them.
0: Yep. Um up next, um Suxonville has hired Urban Meyer to be their next head coach. Yeah, I said it because that's what they are. And you actually put it in the notes? I did, did put, put it, that bro. in the notes. I refused to call it's, them by their so-called um, name.
1: Is that like your when you tried to type Jacksonville on your on your keyboard? It just defaulted to Sucksonville? Like it did, it
0: did. It does not recognize the word Jacksonville. It does not. It's not in its vocabulary. It does not happen.
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah. I'll let you roll with that one since you're such a big Sucksonville fan.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. I Urban Meyer has proven everywhere he's been. He's been a good coach. Uh, Utah. I forget where he was at before Utah. But Utah the other place and then he went to Florida he's always been good always had produced good teams Ohio State Ohio
1: State yeah. um yeah. yeah as a Michigan I fan I saw plenty of Ohio State
0: right and yeah. I just don't know how he's going to translate at the next level because that's a big jump not everybody makes it I mean even uh Nick Saban you know he went to coach Miami and it just did not work so um well, he be Go ahead.
1: I see. Well, he gets the first pick. So,
0: see, that's the scary thing. He has the first pick. He has a ton of draft picks, and he has a ton of draft cap money. Um, you know, whether you're a college coach or just another coach, period, you really couldn't walk into a better situation. Really, uh, I mean, because you've got, like we said, you've got all these picks. You're probably getting the best player in college football, and and um, Trevor Lawrence, you got all these draft picks. You got all this cap money. Uh, be interesting to see how it turns out.
1: Yep. I agree. Definitely if the, interested to see what they do. And obviously, it looks like Trevor Lawrence would be the pick. And he gets his quarterback. To- is there
0: any way, and I'm just throwing this out there, is there any way possible that he takes Justin Fields? I mean, is there any way maybe he trades back and takes Justin I Fields? I mean,
1: I, I, I'm no quarterback evaluator, but Trevor Lawrence just seems like <laughs> the thing to do. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. I think I think that's the that's the play too. But I just know, being right? an Ohio State guy and having um, Justin Fields. Yeah, I, no, I did I, see somewhere today that maybe he takes uh, Trevor Lawrence and signs. Uh, oh Washington. Dwayne Haskins, now yeah. that he's a free agent, maybe he signs him because he's familiar with his system as a backup or whatever. So
1: sure.
0: very interesting stuff going on, especially with all these coaching changes. That's just because anything can move and change and. Yep.
1: Yep. Be a lot to watch in the off season here.
0: For sure. I mean, you, you've got assistant coaches moving up. You got mm-hmm. secondary and third dairy coaches, you know, special teams guys. They're moving up, taking offensive and defense coordinators, and then somebody's got to fill their spots. So yep. definitely interesting. Yep. Uh, and then our last piece of news is the Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald. We all know he kind of got banged up last week, went out for a few plays, but he has been removed from the injury list this week for the divisional round, which is bad for your Packers, man. It is. <laughs> um,
1: he's a beast. I mean, it's uh it's, it's definitely I, I expected him to play i even, even when he was banged up earlier, I expected a little bit of um uh, this and that, but i mean i i, I was pretty much assuming to be out there and now that he's off the injury list, obviously it's pretty evident he's he's a game changer up front and uh he draws a lot of attention and he can really destroy your game plan so yeah he
0: i mean he's a he's a game wrecker for sure i mean yeah. He can do so many things. He's so versatile. He can kick inside. He can play it, and yep. he could probably play safety and cornerback if you really wanted him to. So.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. No, he's he's awesome, and we're gonna have a hell of a time dealing with him this weekend or tomorrow. So yep, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yep, yep. It's less than twenty four hours. I, mean. I know. Man. Kicking yep. down. Yeah,
1: it's, it's it's coming soon. I'm uh, I'm pumped. I'm ready. But yeah, it's slowing down. Aaron Donald's gonna be. Uh, big key to our offensive success so hopefully we can kind of neutralize him a little bit he doesn't he's going to make some plays it's just it's what he does so hopefully we can kind of keep him at bay for the most part so
0: yeah absolutely man i mean it's uh i think y'all should roll with what you have on offense um i think your line is kind of a little bit scary with losing some players but
1: Back to hurts not having. Yeah, anything.
0: that hurts big time. And big and time. how does Donald attack that? You know, yeah. with those new guys. So
1: the, the Jalen Ramsey Devontae Adams matchup, obviously, everybody's talking about. That's mm-hmm. gonna be, that's going to be a battle there. Um, it's going to be fun to watch. Um, I mean, I think Ramsey's going to win a few battles. Devontae's going to get a few. It's going to be something. You know.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a good matchup. I really do. I like that. Yeah, Rams defense is playing well. They've been playing well all
1: year, and. Um, our offenses are playing well, so it's just uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And obviously,
0: I'm uh, hoping the Packers come on top. So,
1: um, yeah,
0: can't wait. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, that does it for our news and notes. And we need to get a sponsor in here. If you've listened to us over the last few weeks, you know that we are being sponsored by Action Twenty Four Seven uh, Sports Gambling. They are a locally owned um, gambling site that's run by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. You have to be a Tennessean to uh, be able to bet with them. So I know that's not for everybody that's listening, but we do have a lot of Tennessee folks. Um, they are the only sportsbook in the state that accepts cash. We have a hundred. They have a hundred more than a hundred locations across the state that takes cash deposits and withdrawals. Um, you know We're running a special right now. Um, you can use our promo code HOLLYWOOD100. You go on and make your initial deposit, and they will match it up to 100%. Um, and they're doing all kinds of, um, speaking of deposit bonuses, you make a uh, deposit Saturday or Sunday with a promo code quarter, and they'll give you an extra 25 on top of the HOLLYWOOD. So I mean, there's there's all kinds of things. You know, if you don't like to gamble, they have a free, free site where you can go just go on there and play for fun and win prizes, win money and stuff like that. Um, They're giving right now. They're giving a PlayStation Five giveaway, uh, free, and it's a free to play game. You don't even have to bet in it. You just go over there and play their free play, and they'll be you'll be entered to uh, win a chance to win a PlayStation Five. They have live events everywhere. It's been quickly growing. Uh, so many things. I mean, and they are just as good or better as any of the big name sites that you will follow. I'm not going to mention them. We all know who they are. But I have personally been on this site. It's so super clean. It's so super easy to use. Um, their numbers are right there. With like I said, with the big big gambling sites, they've got the over unders. They've got the the straight up wins. They've got whatever you need. Uh, and you can bet on anything, baseball, base, basketball, football, hockey that started up. You can bet on darts, ping pong. I mean, they've got so many things right now. Um, you know, like I said, they're locally owned and locally operated. They're giving away thousands of dollars every week in our free play games. Um, you can play for free. You can win cash. It's by Tennesseans, for Tennesseans. Um, and you, like I said, Action24, they'll double your money, use our code HOLLYWOOD100 when you make your first deposit, and they'll match it up to $100. So if you put $100 in, guess what? And you use our code, you're going to get 200 Um It's the Action 24-7 is the state's only local and legal sports book. So use the code Hollywood 100 for a 100% match on your first deposit. Um, like I said, it's it's so clean. It's so easy to use. Um, it's really good. I mean, and if you don't like to gamble for money, they have a free thing where you can go over there, all kinds of games where you can win money, win prizes. Uh, please check them out. Um And and like I said, this is just for Tennessee. And so, you know, in this time where everything, local businesses and everything's took a hit with this COVID thing, this pandemic, uh, support them. And not only support them, support us Uh, because we get we get a little help off of that. So, you know, it's kind of a scratch our back and scratch their back and we'll scratch yours. So, uh, I mean, it's just so easy to use. So please go over there and check them out.
1: Yeah, for sure. Awesome stuff, man.
0: Absolutely. So, we are going to move on to the main event. Uh, Me and Kyle's kind of winging it tonight because we didn't know what to do. Uh, We're kind of in that in-between stage. Um, We've got some things lined up in the future week, so we we didn't want to touch on those. So, uh, we thought we would do a little draft talk tonight. Um, We are going to take a player at each position. Our favorite player, maybe not the number one, maybe not the worst player, just our favorite player at each position, kind of talk them up a little bit, um, kind of get you prepared what to look for in your rookie drafts, who you should be looking at, who we're looking at. You know, we're, we're fantasy season's over, unless you're in some playoff leagues. Um, so we're going to kind of transition to fantasy or the draft season because that's what everybody's after. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of that tonight. Um and I'm going to let you go first Kyle. We're going to start with uh let's start with linebacker. Who's your favorite linebacker. player at linebacker?
1: Um yeah, this one's this one's pretty easy for me. Uh this is a player. It's probably one of my favorite players just in the draft in general. And that's uh <laughs> Collins from um Tulsa. Um he is just just a playmaker out there and he's he's big. He's 6'4, 260. Um, he moved when you see a guy that big on the field you just don't expect him to move as fluidly as he does he's really smooth explosive he's got wheels um he can he can rush he's he's good at getting downhill breaking through the hole making the play behind the line um good instincts and then he's just got that big playability he had. Two pick sixes to either win or seal a game this year, and that one he took about ninety five yards, <laughs> uh, and he just outran everybody. And he is just a ton of fun to watch. From the moment I put his film on, um, I was just just enamored. He's uh, just just super fun, big athletic guy, plays with a lot of passion um, and energy, and he he's just he, you can move him everywhere. It's kind of a question: is he off ball? Is he an edge? Because he's played both. I personally think he can play inside mostly and then get moved to rush off the edge some and um he's just a lot of fun and, and he's he's got the build he's got the athleticism he he's really really fluid in coverage he can drop back he's got a good feeling zone and, and he can man up a little bit he probably has to work a little bit in that area but um right. one of my one of my favorite prospects and he just kind of like exploded on the scene here these last couple of years and um this year he won um the nagurski award and the what's the other one the I can, never uh, pronounce it. I can never pronounce it right. Bernaric Award. I oh, the
0: Bernaric Award.
1: Bernaric Award. I was Bernaric. Yeah, it right. yep. yep. Chuck Bernaric and the Negurski yep. Award. Um, both those honored the top defenders on uh, the nation. So he won both those, and he really uh, put himself on the map. Um, just one of my one of my favorite players um, so far in this draft process. Overall, yeah. I mean, I've
0: I've really fell in love with him too. Uh, like I think we mentioned a week or so ago, or maybe on the Dig podcast. Um, yeah. Yep, we did. Follow us there at Davy IDP Grind if you're wanting to get us some really good draft information. We're doing all kinds of stuff. But uh, he's intriguing. He's an intriguing player because of his size, because he's so big. Yep. Um, I think I mentioned whenever it was, you know, they had a hard time with him in the weight room. Yes. Not in a bad way because he, he was just in there just busting it, and he was getting so big. Can you keep him at linebacker, you know? Yep. Um, I think you can. I'm with you. I think he can play inside. I think he can play outside. Yep. What's intriguing is that his size, he can rush the passer or drop in coverage. Four sacks, four interceptions. You mentioned it. Two pick sixes. You don't see players his size being that athletic and doing those kind of things. Yep. Um, he He almost reminds me in a way of as far as his draft stock booming, of Jeremy Chin. I mean, it's just shooting through the roof right now.
1: Right. Tulsa's not a big school either, you know. Right. So, right.
0: Oh, uh, uh, where he landed, I think it. We just received news. You you talked about it in the Patreon. The uh the combine's not going to happen. Um.
1: Yeah. It's it's they're uh, they're still going to have meetings to figure out what's going to happen. Yeah. It's so not gonna be, be, it's not going to be what we're used to from the sounds of Right. That. So
0: do they do something kind of more scaled back or? Is it going to be a pro day thing? We will have to see. Um, I do think that no matter what they do, scouts and coaches more than ever will be digging into film, which I love. Mm -hmm. I love that because I I think film tells you more than anything. I mean, there's nothing wrong with analytics and there's a place for it, but Mm -hmm. I'm just a big film guy. I trust my eyes and that's with what he does, he's he's just so amazing at that size. I, I think he can play anywhere.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch. Just a just a athlete out there making plays and just, uh, just a lot, lots to like, lot to like with his film.
0: Yep. I mean, where do you kind of your initial thoughts? Where do you kind of see him being drafted? What round do you think he's getting drafted in right now?
1: Um, obviously I I feel like he would have, whatever happens at the combine, we're not sure. I feel like he would have tested, tested really well. And which would have, you know, probably, I I feel like his numbers would have matched what you saw on tape probably athletically. So I feel like he's a first round pick.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I think the, I mean, we saw it with Jeremy Chan and you know, you tested well, your film graded out well, you played well in the senior bowl, you know, all these, it just shoots you up, and I, I can kind of see the same thing with him. Yeah. Um I think right now, for me, on the conservative side, I think I'm putting him in the second round.
1: Yeah, I could, and I could see that. I think him going in the first is more back end of the first.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not saying that he won't go the first. Yeah. I agree with you. If he goes yeah. first round, it's definitely in the back end, and I still think that's a good value for whoever. Yeah, yeah. I really do because he's an really excellent do. player. Excellent player.
1: Yep, I agree. No, I I, I dig it for sure. Who did, uh, okay. you, who did you have in mind for linebacker?
0: Yeah, mine's no surprise. Um, I mean, I love Xavier Collins. <laughs> Man, he is so good. Uh, yep. But I went with, you know, call me Mr. Obvious here. I went with Micah Parsons. I think he's the best IDP Debbie player in this whole draft. Mm-hmm and there's some there's some good players in this draft but man you know he what he's done in his two seasons up there or three seasons has just been amazing. I know he opted out this year which is fine I get it but mm-hmm. if you go back and look at you know in high school he was a defensive end. Right. And a and a damn good defensive end. I mean he yep. could play that position. He has the frame, he has the size. Yep. Uh, he's yeah, you, you, the length, you go to Penn State, they kind of change him around, and as a freshman, he led them in tackles. Comes back as a sophomore, does the same thing, and, and kind of like Xavier Collins, he can rush the passer, he can drop in coverage, Um, he can do just about anything you want. Uh, I've seen a lot of things uh, where he I think he's a top ten pick easily. I just, yeah, I, I, I I've seen a lot of people wanting or putting him in Philadelphia. Yeah, that defensive line, that would be amazing. (laughs) That would be crazy. Um, Remains to be seen where he goes, you know, with no combine or whatever they're doing. Um, I just think he's the top IDP player off the board, period. Well-deserved. Like I said, he can do everything, run, defend, rush, you know, tackle whatever you want to do. I mean, it's not every day that you see a true freshman come in and lead your team in college and tackles. Um, I just think he's the complete overall player for IDP. Um, you know, campus to Canton leagues, I'm taking him number one. Every chance I get, I'm I'm taking him as the first IDP player off the board if I can. So, um, remains to be seen where he goes, but I do think he's – I do think he's definitely a top ten player. Top I 10 like player. it.
1: Yeah, I, I like it. Um, I don't think we can ever talk about Micah Parsons too much because he's so damn good. Um I I agree with you. Uh I think he's a top ten pick. Um what he brings to the table skill set wise, he's got everything you're looking for. He's an explosive playmaker. Like you said, he can rush and he's just a tackle machine. He's explosive getting downhill and making plays. And um he is he's fantastic. Like you said, the number one IDP asset or IDP rookie or Debbie Asset. Right. right.
0: And I I think he, I believe that he has the safest floor. Yeah. Maybe. And another player, which we may get to, but I think maybe a Patrick Chattain has that same type of floor, Mm -hmm. but I think Isaiah, Isaiah, I think Micah Parsons is the safest bet, the safest option for you. Um, and the upside is just, you know, as high as his floor is, I think his ceiling could be three right. times that high. So
1: yeah. yeah, you get it you get both with him.
0: Yeah. And that's that's something that you don't get with a lot of players. You either have a high floor or you have a high ceiling. There's usually yeah. not a both. It's kind yeah. of an in between or an either or. So to yeah. get a player like that, I think is just really gonna be valuable, not only for NFL but for fantasy managers.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree.
0: All right, so let's go to defensive end. Who you got there? Um,
1: this is a guy that I'm really intrigued by, um, as far as an edge player goes, and that is uh, Joseph Osai, Osai from Texas. Um, I wrote him up for the for the magazine um, we're doing here for the IDP guys, and he's just uh, he's a real versatile edge player. When he in his early years there as I, think, I believe it was as a sophomore, he had like 90 tackles. I think he played more. Yeah, it was 90 tackles as a sophomore. And he played more of an off-ball role. And then this year, I mean, he still, he still rushed as well, but he was kind of more of an off-ball linebacker. But uh, this year he transitioned to what they call their Jack role. And he played more of an edge um, pass rusher role. And he really flourished and um, uh, put himself on the map. You know, he had uh 15 and a half tackles for loss and five and a half sacks this year. and yeah, nine games I believe it was. Um, it just he's just he's just really uh, explosive off the line, and he's just relentless. Like the guy's motor just doesn't stop. You, there's plenty of reps. You see him come off the line, and if the plays on the other side, he'll get right down the line and and make the backside tackle. Um, really good power in his hands, and uh, like you said, he's just super versatile. He can he can stand up and rush. He can put his hand in the dirt. I th- I think he can succeed in a three four or a four three. Who was um, it again? Osai.
0: Oh, Osai, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, I think he can play in both, and the 3-4 four, or 4-3, four, um, he's, uh, he's a shore-up is, you know, setting the edge against the run. I think that's more due to being a guy who bounced around rolls, you know, a little bit raw in some areas. But um, just, yeah, Osai is a player I'm really intrigued by, and uh, I, I want to see how he tests, too, because I think he could really put up some cool numbers, really nice numbers at the combine. So um, if Rah- he gets to. Um, yeah, he's, he's a player that I'm watching as an edge player. Um, Love his skill set.
0: Yeah. He's a player that intrigues me as well. Definitely somebody I need to go back and look at some more tape, film on. Um. But from what I have seen, there's a lot to like there. So, yeah. Yeah. I even seen a mock draft the other day, just a day or so ago, that um, they had him uh, mocked to the Titans. Which I like that definitely need pass yeah. for a shield, but I thought that was interesting. So yeah, I
1: like that fit for you guys. I do. Yeah. Um yeah. No, he's a very intriguing player. Um <laughs> watching the tape. A lot of fun watching watch. And he's real athletic. And I, like I said, we'll see what they do as far as combine wise, but I think he could put up put up some numbers that could that could really be, you know, boost his stock. And um he's a player kind of on the rise. So
0: yeah, I like that. I mean, like I said, I've not watched a ton of him, but I will, you know, draft season, I'll go back and check him out. But I, I really do like him. I think he's an intriguing name.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, for me, and this is going to hit real close to home for you here. I'm, I'm, I like Quiddy Pay. <laughs>
1: yes, sir. I'm,
0: I'm telling you. I mean, he's been rising up the boards, you know, everywhere I see, you know, in my, um, IDP, Debbie, draft circles. You know people I really trust. They're they're liking him too. Uh, I think he's a little raw still, Um, but there's nothing wrong with being raw. You know, I think he has a good floor. Um, The he gets the pressures. You know, he's he's a pretty polished player considering how raw he is. Did really well for Michigan. where he lands, I'm not sure, but I I, I do believe that he's going to be a first round pick. I think, you know, I think it's a little early for them, but it would be a player that the Giants absolutely love. He's yeah. their type of player. Now, again, I think it's a little early for him, um, but he's definitely a player that they would love. So, I think if you're needing edge help, defensive end help, pass rushing help. um, I think he's definitely a player that you're going to look at, has the size, has the speed, has the length, has the frame. Um, How does he do in coverage? Maybe you can talk on this a little bit here in just a second. How does he do in coverage? Um, I don't know. But as far as a pure pass rusher, I think he's just one of the better ones in this league. Like I said, he's a little raw, but man, he's so good. Um, Michigan leaned on him heavily this year. Even in a limited schedule. And you could even see it last year, you know, in a full schedule, you could see the potential in him. So um, I really like him. I think, uh, I, th- I definitely think he's a first round pick, uh, despite what you think. Um, I want to say, oof, I, th- I think he goes in that 10 to 20 round, closer probably to 20, maybe. But I could see a team. You know if he tests well, if we get to that kind of stuff, if he tests well or our team falls in love with his tape, I could definitely see him pushing for that closer to the 10 area.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, as a Michigan fan, I like Quiddy Pace, probably one of the lone bright spots we've had here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you,
0: you have Aiden Hutchison and Cameron yeah. McGrone, but man, yeah, was just this right. year, he was phenomenal. Yes,
1: I, uh, yeah, yeah, he's I'm a huge Quiddy Pay fan. Um, he's He's a very explosive edge rusher. Uh, he does a good job. He's he's really powerful too. He, yes. he just in his, in his bull rush, he just drives you back. Does a really good job of converting his speed to power when he when he comes at you. Um, there's a lot to like there. Um, he's a little raw, um, like you said, but uh, I think teams looking for a pass rusher, edge rusher, um, he's definitely going to be one of the guys in the first round. There, it's going to be a consideration. Um, Really like his game. Like I said, he's one of the few bright spots we had at Michigan here. And uh been, been a fan. So um definitely like that call and uh excited to see where he goes.
0: Absolutely, for sure. Um Okay, so let's move on. Uh I know you're gonna steal my guy here. So we're gonna move to the interior defensive line. I just I can feel it. You're gonna steal my guy.
1: I'll let you go first then. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to move to the interior defensive line, defensive tackles. Um, man, I was high on him to begin with. The more I, I watch him, I just, I'm falling more and more in love with him. Christian Barmore yep. from Alabama. And, you know, I said it uh, the other night on Debbie IDP grind. Um I think he's following the same path that Deron Payne had. You know, Deron Payne had a good good career at Alabama, but he had a two-game run in that national championship playoff against, uh, I forget who it was in the semifinals, and then they dominated Clemson. He had two, was it Georgia maybe? But anyway, uh, two games back-to-back where he just absolutely ate everybody's lunch, and it it worked him into a first-round pick. I think you see the same thing with Christian Barmore. He just ate freaking Ohio State up. They had no answer for him. And in the NFL, it starts up front. You know, everybody says quarterback and offensive line, but on defense, it starts with that interior. Your front four or front three, whatever scheme you're using, if you've got somebody that can rush and pressure from those spots, that's huge. Uh, and I think, you know, Payne did it with his two game stretch. I think Barmore did the same thing. He's a first round pick. I don't know exactly where he's going in the first round. I'd have to go back and look, and and maybe that's something we'll do in a future episode. Um, I think he's one. I think he's also in that ten to twenty range. I think there's a team somewhere in that range, without looking right off the top of my head but I think there's a team in that 10 to 20 range that needs interior pass rush help. Mm -hmm. You know, I would almost say Washington, but they're already loaded there. Um, But a team like that, that needs help, you know, I mean, look at what Washington does. They, for lack of a better term, they kind of suck on offense because they don't have quarterback player or whatever. But they built around that freaking front four on that defense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And even line. in today's pass happy, offensive explosion type of league, if you build your defense the right way with the right players at the right positions, defense still freaking wins championships. Absolutely. Love what Washington did. Um, and I think Barrmore is the same type of player. You plug him in somewhere that needs that type of help, he's a game changer. Absolute game changer.
1: Yeah, no, I if if uh, if I would have went first, you called it. That would have been my guy. I knew it was. I knew it was. I knew it was. <laughs> but I I figured uh, I'd let you roll with it because you were actually higher on him initially than I was too. But uh, I think he's the
0: number one defensive
1: tackle. I actually game, just huh? adjusted my rankings to put him. Yeah. one. he was at two when I put him at one. Um, he was a guy like you said who was rising up as it was, and then the national championship game. Really, just and it's just not anymore,
0: right? And it's almost a kind of a what do you remember lately? Yep, like That's on cool. offense, you know, Jalen Waddle's been awesome, but everybody right now is red hot on Devontae Smith,
1: yeah. you he know, does, I, rightfully so because he was fantastic. Oh,
0: yeah, you know, I'm not taking nothing away from him, but I think yeah. it's the same with Bartmore. I sure, mean, he's sure. dominated the last two, three weeks, yeah, yeah, he has, you know, it's almost. You know, it's one thing to play the regular season and dominate. It's one thing to play in the SEC and dominate. But you get in the college football playoffs and then dominate, get into the college football championship and dominate, I think it just accelerates. You know, every step, he's, you know, you're good, you're great. But every step where you need to be even better, they've stepped up. So those type of players, I, I love those. So, No,
1: I, Barmore is awesome great call um, absolutely i guess a guy that i probably would highlight um is uh jay tufele from usc um he opted out this year so we didn't get to see him this year but um he's he's just a he's one of my favorite interior defensive linemen. he's big he's strong powerful guy and he's real athletic for a for a big man uh you know guy his size and uh when you watch the play too he's just he he's really agile moving He's navigating through the traffic and when he, he gets going and, you know, he can adapt and move real well. And he's plays with a good motor, you know, when he's trying to, trying to get those big guys, they got to move to get there, you know? And um, I really like what he brings. He's, he's versatile on the inside. You can move him along the interior. Um, I, you know, the one thing he needs to work on is his pad level. He can play a little high at times. And um, he's a guy that's, that kind of demands double teams. Cause he, such a effective player from the interior like you said you got to win in the trenches so when he comes off high it can really kind of get him out of position and get him pushed back but uh yeah jay Defaile from usc is a player i really like from the interior in this class um i think he's probably more of a second round guy but uh um i really really liked his tape and uh i i think he's got a he's got a bright future
0: yeah absolutely Okay, so we've covered linebackers, we've covered defensive ends, we've covered defensive tackles. Let's go to safeties. Safety. Who you got at safety?
1: Um this guy actually, another guy was just been writing up for the magazine. Um Hamsa Nasserladine. Gosh, mm-hmm. I, hope I said that right from Florida State. Good well, job. Oh, man, you know, being a youper, it's hard to pronounce. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um uh, just super, another guy super intriguing. 6'4", like 215. He's got that big, long frame. Um, moves really fluidly, and he can come up in the box. He can play in the slot. Um, he can blitz him, and he had 90 tackles uh, as a sophomore, I think. It, or Yeah, sophomore year, he had 100 tackles the year after. Unfortunately, last year he had that knee injury at the end of the year, so he's only able to play a couple games this year. But um, he's a guy I really like. Um, just want to make sure he's getting healthy and um his games uh he's got a lot to offer size length speed um versatility he can play like i said coverage box slot um yeah i really like his game um and uh i'm just hoping that he keeps getting healthy with any injury he had and and uh i'd like to see how he tests as well like we've been talking um, who'd you got for your safety oh yeah
0: i'm surprised you didn't take my guy
1: i thought about um, it um
0: <laughs> I made you I made you. Um you know uh Hemsworth Dean, he's he's such a good such a good player. Yeah, I think I think it was unfortunate that he got hurt, missed yeah. missed a lot of time, so that's yeah. gonna hurt him. But I think once scouts and coaches go back and look at his tape and film, yeah. they're gonna push him right back up as long as his medicals check out. Because yep. those are always, you know. Medicals are always a big if or what yeah. if or whatever, but um, I kind of hold those different. But for me, it's Andre Cisco. Love Andre Cisco, man. This dude is just a straight ball. And another one that's got some injury questions, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you go, but, I mean, he led the NCAA as a fresh, a true freshman, in interceptions. Mm-hmm. How do you top that? Well, you turn around as a sophomore, and you and you're right there with. The league leaders, again, I think he was uh, third or fourth right off the top of my head. With a, He had 12 interceptions in two years. I mean, just dominated. He's physical. He plays like a linebacker. I mean, you, you come across the middle trying to catch the ball, you better know where he's at because he's going to light you up. He is uh, really physical, uh, aggressive player, which... I see it in his tape. He can be too aggressive. He will miss tackles kind of over pursue or whatever. Um, injuries is a concern, but man, he is such his ball skills. I mean, it's almost like he's a wide receiver out there. Uh, he's so good, uh, tracking the ball. He, he can read the quarterback's eyes. He understands angles. Um, He's just so good. I mean, if you throw it in his area and he and he can get to it, I like his chances of picking it off and running it back. I mean, he's, he's just that good. He's a game changer. Um, and like I said, he plays like a linebacker. Uh, injuries are going to be an issue. Um, maybe a little bit of level of competition is going to be an issue, but I think you plug him in like a free safety or whatever, I mean, you can even plug him in as a strong safety. I think he can play either or, with his skill set. Um, I think he's just a game changer. I could see him being—they're a little bit different players, but I could almost see him being an Antoine Winfield Jr. top player.
1: Yeah. No, Cisco's awesome. Uh, huge fan of his game, and uh, just like you said, want to make sure he's healthy. And um, he's got a lot to offer. Like you said, he's just a—it's a ball hawk playmaker. And uh, yeah, it's a lo- love that call, man. Big big fan of Cisco as well.
0: Yeah. All right. So we will move on to corners. Um, who you got? Who you don't got? Who's your, who's your top guy at that position? Corners. Yeah, corners. That's our last uh, our last one. All right. Our, our last guy. One. I-
1: I haven't dug deep into this corner class yet, uh, but I know a guy that I liked. Um, for the, the guys I have watched was uh, J.C. Horn, out of uh, South Carolina. Nice. Um, yeah, I just really liked his tape. The way he just man, you know, he, he gets gets out so wide and uh, singles up the man coverage and plays physical. He just got such physicality to his game. It's a lot of fun to watch. Um, really like what he brings to the table i think he can be one of those guys that comes in and matches up um outside and really can can really really make it happen right away um love his game and uh i think it was the auburn game he was just outstanding i think that's the one i watched but uh yeah he was just just awesome um really like what he brings to the table how about you
0: uh, yeah, i'm i'm kind of with you i haven't done a lot of homework on <laughs> yeah. Cornerbacks, um, uh, you know, just I, I think right now Patrick Certain for Alabama yeah. is the cream of the crop. Sure, I know no, I agree. Yeah. Everybody's gonna say, Well, you're just going with what's popular. Well, he's that good, <laughs> he exactly he's that good. I mean, if you've watched anything and watched his tape and watched him play, I think he's the number one corner. I know a lot of people will say Caleb Farley, or, or like you said, uh. J.C. Uh, Horn, th- yeah. and those guys are good. Um, and there's something to be said for playing in a Nick Saban system. You know, I know there's talent at every at every position everywhere,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you know, I think he's really that good. I mean, I know they had Josh Job, they had Chris Barmore, they had Dylan Moses and Anderson and all these gay uh, guys and Christian Lee, but. You know, he really locked down that cornerback position and I mm-hmm. I just think he's the best in the class. I think he's going to test out the best in the class if he gets that far, if we have that kind of stuff. For me, he's just by far the best in the class.
1: No, I, yeah, Sertain's, he, he's awesome. Uh, I definitely
0: dig it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um So we have covered every position. Um, We've went over our sponsors. Um, So we're going to get to some listener questions here. Our first one comes from Twitter, at Barry Baker 8664. Thank you, Barry, because it seems like you're answering every week to IDP Nation and Debbie IDP Grind. We love the questions. Keep them coming. Um, His question is, How badly will Neville Hewitt's value drop when slash if CJ Mosley comes back next year? And I'll let you go ahead. Um, so, you know, we
1: talked earlier about the jets and the hiring of Robert Mm -hmm. Sale. Um, so there's going to be a lot of, a lot of things to watch roster wise, personnel wise. Um, Neville Hewitt was really good for the jets this year. Defense saw a lot of snaps. He was the leader in the middle calling the plays. Um, he was on a one-year deal, so he's going to be a unrestricted free agent. So uh, we're going to have to see if they decide to retain him. Um, obviously, the system they run and the personnel they bring in will affect his value and if he still stays there. So um, it, first off, we have to see if he stays, I guess. And with C.J. Mosley coming back, you know, how is C.J. Mosley when he comes back, right? Does he, does he get back to form like he used to be? Is he finally healthy? You know, he struggled with some injuries. Um, you know, if, if they're both out there for the Jets, I think Hewitt's, you know, fine. Dude, I don't think he – I think his numbers will drop, um, If you know, if that's the case. But uh, definitely just you want to see where he ends up. Do they resign him? Does he go somewhere else? Um, he was good for him this year, but – there's a changing of the guard there, and and a changing of uh, of the landscape in New York. So, got to see how that all shakes out.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, new coaching change. It's always hard to determine what they're going to do, but I don't think C.J. Mosley coming back really affects Neville Hewitt. Um, because they get rid of uh, – they already got rid of uh, Avery Williamson. They sent him back into Pittsburgh. Yeah. So there's a need there. I think Hewitt played extremely well. And I think you can pair him with a C.J. Mosley. I right. think, you know, and especially with Salah coming in, he's going to want to – while well, he's going to want to put his stamp on this team, until you can do that, which may be a couple drafts, couple free agencies in – you're going to want to keep the players that have performed well, and I think there's a lot to be said for Hewitt in a 2-14 season. Look what he did. You know, he didn't quit. He didn't give up. He performed at a high level. So I think that's a player, while he may be a free agent, I think that's somebody they may look at bringing back.
1: I agree. And um, being a defensive coach, you, you, you feel like Sally's going to want to put out a uh, a good defense. So. You know, he would yeah he would, he would, he would, it's a guy, like you said, he would, it's a guy they're gonna look to bring back. He was so yeah. good on this last year for a team that was bad. So
0: yeah, definitely defensive mind. And I mean, that's kind of where you go. I mean, it's, it's yeah, you're it's gonna the need to the beast. if you're an offensive minded coach, you're gonna look at your offense. If you're yeah. looking, at if you're defensive minded you're gonna kinda of look at defense. So, uh, yeah. you
1: need the veterans to carry along.
0: Yeah, you you're gonna look at I think when there's a coaching change that that like that, you look at Who's going to help me be competitive? Yep. And who's going to give me their all right off the bat? Those are the players you're looking for. Yep. Whether it's a star or whether it's a undrafted free agent, you're going to look for those players that you want. Yep. So, and I think Hugh it's one of those players. Now, does somebody offer him more in free agency than what the Jets can afford? Remains to be seen. Yep. Uh, does he want to go somewhere else? I don't think he's going to find a better role than what he has in, in New York, right. even with Mosley. I think him and Mosley can be a really good duo. Um, it just kind of remains to be seen. I mean, we'll just have to play this out when free agency starts. So yep. that's yep. coming up in late February, I think. So, yep. so yep. very interesting. Yeah, love that.
1: Great question, and he's definitely a player oh, yeah. to watch.
0: Yes, thank you, Barry. I mean, yeah, thanks,
1: Barry. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Uh, we have another one here from the Fantasy Noob off of Twitter. He's like, guys, I'm looking to add some young up-and-coming defensive line help to a team, that, to a team I got in a dispersal draft. Uh, not many stars out there, but they're guys like Winovich, Siler, Watkins, Brown, Sweat, Okwara, Kingley, any guys you recommend targeting. To me, I don't know if this is a position-specific league, but if it is, you're definitely targeting Derek Brown as a defensive tackle. Absolutely. A stud, one year in, next year I expect him to take over. And I love Winovich. Love those two guys. And I actually love uh, Josh Sweat, too. So I think if I had to look, I would go uh, Winovich, Brown, and Sweat. Those three, I'm definitely targeting those three, and I'm because I actually own a lot of those three in a bunch of my leagues.
1: No, it's a good call there. I, I agree. If you got a defensive tackle league, uh, Derek Brown for sure. Um, uh, I've I've always been a big Josh Sweat fan, and he really had some nice games this week or this year for uh, Philadelphia. He got hurt at the end of the year, but you know he was kind of established himself a nice role in that rotation for a while. Maybe yeah, yeah. starts. Made some starts, made a splash. Um, like his talent, he's a guy. Definitely like to keep keep on my roster if I can. Uh, Romeo Aquara had a really nice year. Um,
0: yeah, you know, I like him, and he did okay. But for some reason, I just – I don't know what it is. I can't well, – you know, there, things are changing in Detroit, too.
1: But uh, he's a guy I wouldn't mind having, you know, having on my DL squad um, to see what shakes out there. And I, I'm a huge Winovich fan, too. His snaps were all over the place this year. Um, You know, that's New England's deal. Like, who the hell knows why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I, I think he's a good player. I love them at Michigan. He's played well in New England, but it seems like he's in the doghouse. He's out. or The scheme, I don't know what the hell it is, but he's a good player. Um, I love
0: Winovich. I really yeah. do. I, I just think he's that Rob Ninkovich, sure. Mike Graberl. I think he's that type of player in that system. With, now, with that beautiful him. blonde hair. Oh, yeah, those locks <laughs> flowing. Yeah, I'm so envious. I'm so envious. Uh But, yeah, I mean, I like him. I think next year, you, you know, we saw a step this year. I think next year we're going to see an yeah. even bigger step from him. Yeah. Uh, New England is just so hard to break down because of Belichick and what he expects and what they do. We know how he's not high on rookies. Yep. Uh, I just, man, I, I just think he's going to take that next step forward. I think he's that guy.
1: Right. I just, you know, his snaps were all over. I don't understand it, but
0: it happened. And, right, I'm, right.
1: I'm not going to question Bill Belichick much because I, you know, he's a freaking genius, but uh,
0: he yeah. is an evil genius. He is.
1: Um, but yeah, Winovich definitely talent wise can't. How
0: happen. great would it be to sit in on one of his draft rooms?
1: Right. Love Oh, it. my God. I actually I can't, just, uh, I can't even
0: imagine or fathom yeah. that.
1: I just watched the Belichick Parcells thing last night again. Oh that's so good. So that's good.
0: so good. Uh, so good.
1: Good stuff. But yeah, that was I, cool. Another good question there.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So that is it for the questions. Um, we thank you guys uh for sending those questions in. Tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Um be sure. I know we're on so many platforms, Apple, iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on iHeartRadio, uh, Podbean, or whatever. Um There's so many platforms. Uh Give us that five-star rating. And if there's not that option, jump over to the comments and give us a, a five-star rating. Um, at the end of the month, we're going to do a, I'm going to take all these five-star ratings and put them in a little hat, and I'm going to draw one out. And the winner, I'm going to send a little gift. We got some things going on. Excuse me. So uh, you've got till the end of the month to get your name in the hat, get it in for the drawing, and hopefully, when we pull one out, you'll be the lucky winner. Oh, and we—sorry—we just had a question come come across, and it's from the fancy noob again. He wants to know what's the deal with Isaiah Simmons. Anyone have faith in him turning into a fantasy star in the NFL?
1: You want to go first? You want me to go first? Go ahead, go ahead. I love Isaiah Simmons. Um, get him on your team if you can. Talent's there. Um, playing time wasn't always there this year, but I think his talent will prevail when he gets his opportunity to be a full-time player. And if you can you can get him now at the right price, um, definitely a buyer. Love it. Love his talent. Love his skill set. He was one of my favorite players, IDP players last year, one of my favorite overall players in last year's class. Um, love what he brings to the table. Yes, I think think we're going to see him uh, really come along this next year.
0: Yeah, I mean, early in the – before when the draft season started, like right now and everybody starts doing mock drafts and – all the way up to the season. If you follow me, I do a thing every year where I chart these uh, fantasy drafts and you see the ADP. He was right up there with chase young. I mean, he was every week. It was him and chase young. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he got misused or miscast early in the season. Yep. I think in my opinion, um, I just think he's such a good player that they couldn't keep him off the field, um, and they started using him more like they should as the season went on. Um, I think in year two, whatever the reason wasn't as a rookie. I think in year two, you're going to see a much more defined role for him. Um, I mean, he's this is year two, so I'm not giving up on him right away by any means. I mean, that's just crazy because if you have him on your team, you probably invested a lot in him. And I'm talking a first round pick because my draft data, that's they were two players, Chase Young, Isaiah Simmons. Uh the other one was Patrick Queen that was right there with him. Those three you gave up a, a mid first to a mid second at least for him. So yeah. with that kind of investment, you 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 can't cut him. I mean, you just can't. I mean it cause you got too much in him. So, um, I like what, uh, Arizona did with him later in the season. I thought they used him a lot better Mm -hmm. than they did in the first half. So I expect much bigger things from him in the second half or in year two. Um, for me, yeah. Does anyone have faith? Yeah. I think there is because he's still so young. There's still a lot to like about him. Um, I just don't think you can give up on him right now because your draft capital in him says, no, you can't, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel kind of the same way or? Oh, yeah. I, I'm a huge
1: Simmons fan. I can't – I definitely won't be giving up on Simmons. Uh, just size, speed, skill set wise, he's he's got it. And like you said, he was miscast early in the year and then he started using a little bit more. In the spots that he can succeed, and I think there's an adjustment period. He got roasted in coverage by Raheem Mostert right away in right. San Francisco, and yeah, whatever man. you know, it, it's just part of the deal coming in the league. It's you're gonna you're gonna get your bumps in the road, and I expect him year two to be much better. And um, get the same and share if you can, because I, I think um, big things are coming. Yeah,
0: yeah. and I, I think he's a good buy low, yeah, option sure. right now. Because we know it's draft season, and we've seen it every single year. As soon as draft season hits, everybody's wanting that new shiny toy. They're wanting Micah Parsons. They're wanting Dylan Moses. They're wanting Xavier Collins. Right. And, you know, Isaiah Simmons didn't have that best of a rookie year, so a lot of fantasy managers are like, you know what? Sure, I'll trade him. Yep. And you can probably get him at a great value. You're going to get him less than what they paid for, I promise you. So, for me, I I think he's a really good investment this year. Probably going to – I mean, you're going to pay up for him, but probably not what you would have last year if you drafted him. Yep. So, And like you said, I think the best is yet to come. So, I think with that value, it's just – it's so huge right now. I think that's a good buy.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Absolutely.
0: All right. Uh, We got that last-minute question in, so uh, I think that does it for tonight. Uh, Kyle, if you want to tell them where they can find you, what you're doing, what you're working on, all that good stuff.
1: All right, man. Uh, Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, um, at
0: KBelf54.
1: Right now, I'm working on the IDP Guys Rookie Magazines um, uh, that you're working on as well. And a lot of the guys at the crew, Joey and Dan and uh, Eric um coach dingus i mean uh, a lot of todd i mean we got just a great crew there working on that um yeah it's working on that looking diving into these rookies um getting ready for the big game tomorrow packers rams um hit me up if you ever have any idp questions always willing to help if i can and uh once again thanks for having me on to talk some football with you my man
0: Shoot, yeah, absolutely, man. Kyle is so proud to have Kyle on our team. Uh, brought him over. He, me and him, had some discussions and uh, good stuff because he was asking the same questions that I did when I moved over to IDP guys. Uh, and he's so good at what he does. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, be sure to check out his stuff at IDP guys. I mean, he does so much good work. love all your stuff i read everything you do man I'm, i i really love it
1: appreciate it man thanks means a lot really really appreciate that
0: and uh you've been a great fill-in for dan <laughs> maybe even better than dan i'm i'm just gonna poke at dan tonight i know he's gonna I'm listen to dan. this yeah i know he's gonna listen to this so you know what you're, you're better than dan i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put that out there right now so um uh, but no you do great work you've you've helped me out a lot with this podcast and on the Patreon, so you do great work. Um, so glad to have you on. I well, um, appreciate all that. A, thank you, man. Um, you can follow me at Hollywood Titan on Twitter. You can follow me on any given Sunday on the Facebook page. You can follow me at King Titan on Reddit. Um, I'm everywhere. IDP guys, we're working on the magazine. You can do. Of course, you're following us here at IDP Nation. And if you know, if you're into. Maybe, you don't, maybe you're like, Dan, you don't watch a lot of college. But, you know, you, you're you doing these rookie drafts. It's rookie season. You need to jump on over to uh, Debbie IDP Grind and follow us over there because we're doing we're we're, we're in draft season there, too. So it kind of goes hand in hand. So make sure to check out me and Eric over there. Kyle's been over there a little bit. Um so much going on right now. Just it, it's we're, we're fixing to pump out a ton of stuff. The site's going to be back up. Nate has worked so hard on it and it looks great. Can't wait to see the finished product. Yep. Um, we've got so many things going on and we are fixing to kill it in 2021. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, can't wait, man. Can't wait to see the new site too, Nate. Oh, yeah. Nate's been really working hard to yes, get has. background. Can't wait to see it.
0: But with that, you know, uh, be sure to follow us on Patreon. We do we do some special stuff there. Depending on the package, we're we're doing some player breakdowns live. Uh, You know, depend like I said, depending on the package, we'll break down your roster personally. We'll go over it with you. Um, You know, support us because this stuff isn't free. We're we're while we do it because we love it there is some cost so feel free to support us on any of our sponsors or jump over to patreon uh and, and we'll we'll treat you like a first class citizen you know we love our patreon so uh, uh but yeah just be sure to check us out and um coming up starting next week we have a lot of special guests you're gonna want to turn in for this so Oh man, so many good things! I'm not going to let it out of the bag right now, but you better make sure you're watching. You better make sure you're listening because we got some good things coming up. You're not going to want to miss with some special guest, um, Kyle. If you don't have anything else, I think we're done. I got one thing. All right, go ahead. Go, Pat. Go. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> see, see, you're acting just like Dan and his bullshit.
1: Can't help it. It's playoffs. Go you can't help it.
0: You can help it. That was unnecessary. <laughs> Freaking unnecessary. I'm ta- I'm cutting your pay just for that, right there. Cutting your pay. Take it all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for the questions. Keep following us. Keep sending us yeah. questions. I There's never I- <laughs> never too many. Yeah. Um let's go, Rams. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> That's how I go. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys. <laughs> Later. Later.